Hello, this show contains mature content, viewer discretion advised. Hello, this is Keeping Up with the Pantheons. A mythological podcast where we piss off a bunch of deities, get sent to hell so you don't have to. It's episode 51, I'm Alex Hamilton. And I'm Tyler Hayes. Okay, I like that setup more, episode than names. What do you... How do you feel? I mean, we're only 51 episodes in and we still haven't figured our shit out. But other than that, we're doing great. (laughs) Um, yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so, uh, do you have any stories before I begin? I don't think I have a story this Um, week. I mean, nothing that was, like, wow, inspiring or anything like that. A bunch of jackasses. I almost punched a kid and he didn't even say a word to me. It was just the face of disappointment he gave to me and it wasn't even my issue and I was this close to just slamming his pizza onto the floor and telling him his mother made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was he the mistake or the pizza the mistake? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Well, okay, you know how like, um, if you mess up, we, like, send out another pizza and stuff. Uh-huh. And that driver never gets a tip during that time. Nope. And I was the one who took the mess up. And oh, I was just like... Fun. I didn't... Didn't even know what was wrong because nobody told me what was wrong with his order or whatever. So I get there and I knock on the door and I hand him his pizza. And I'm like, hey, you have a great day. And he just takes the pizza and stares at me. And I was just... It was just... So, you know how fight or flight is everybody's reaction? It's never been fight before. And I was like... And you were just ready for fight. Yeah. Damn. So instead of saying anything, I just aggressively threw on my customer service voice and was like, And you have a great day, sir. And then closed the door in my face and I was this close to knocking on it and being like, where's your mother, sir? Even though he probably was like around 30 years old. And I'm like, I'm going to teach your mother how much of a mistake you are. (laughs) (laughs) So long story short, I had a great day. (laughs) Okay, so so today we're going to talk about (laughs) one of those... uh, those dragon myths that well oh, yeah. sort of sort of there's a dragon in the myth okay okay <laughs> all okay. right okay still on the dragon ride the, uh, you still trying to fuck the dragon alex uh-huh oh, okay. so, sorry that so i had a friend when i was around 19 it was my my best friend's girlfriend who she always called, whenever she was on her period, she would call it riding the dragon. <laughs> I feel like that's a different innuendo, though. That's what she called it. But isn't, like, oh, you but, know, Puff the Magic Dragon or whatever is getting high, so... I mean, not quite the same. But... Right, right, no, but she... To to be fair, she she was... Very, and she would. This is her own word. She would get pretty angry when she was. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Her words, not mine. I'm gonna be honest. I'm so glad that my entire life I have been like, eh, periods or periods. Like I've never had like aggressive issues, and you know, 
whichever deity decided that that was my fate, <laughs> I, I pray to you. <laughs> Give all thanks. Yeah. <laughs> might have to sacrifice a goat or some shit just to keep him happy. <laughs> Alright, so, uh... Uh, let's let's uh let's where was i it. was okay so the story goes like this one day mm-hmm. odin loki and some dude named uh honir shit i feel like it's been a minute since we talked about these guys right 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 okay. uh they were uh out and about together okay uh, holding hands drinking yeah milkshakes. yeah pre- pretty much they were out on an adventure you know okay uh, when Loki spotted an otter swimming in the river, Cute. and he was like, "I like its pelt." Oh. Um. <laughs> uh, so Loki caught and he killed the otter. He skinned it, all that sort of stuff. Uh, they just and they continued on their, with their travels after he was done doing all this. Well, that night, the three of them were in the hall of this guy named uh, King uh, Rydmar, who happened to see the pelt and instantly recognized it. It's uh, daughter. It was uh, it was his son Ot. Oh. Uh, who had enjoyed turning into a otter to hunt for fish in the river they had stopped at. And Loki's just wearing it as, like, a fancy scarf. Yeah, I think he was using it as a bag. That's even worse. (laughs) It's like, hey, check out my new bag. (laughs) It's like, that's my son. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not off to a good start here. Yeah, this really upsets me. I'm sorry. No, no, it's not. You know, skin the child. It's fine. Uh, <clears throat> now, at first, the king wanted a life for a life. Uh, you know, that's understandable. Uh, but the three were like, hey, hey now, it was an accident. How, how did we know that your son was changing into an otter? We barely know you. Get one hanging out at your house, but yeah. we barely know you. Yeah, exactly. And God, it feels <clears throat> like they're gaslighting. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and they were like, "We had no idea it was your son." So they settled on blood debt to be paid in gold. The price was the otter skin had to be full of yellow gold. And the outside had to be covered completely in red gold. Like, there could not be one little hair showing through the uh, encasing of red gold. And he was cool with stuffing gold inside his son. Yep. Yep. Alright. <laughs> so now, uh, Loki, being the tricky guy he is, uh, knew of a rumor of a dwarf named Anvari who had a stash of treasure and lived in the river in the form of a fish. Okay. So Loki got a net from the god Ran and caught Andvari and made him give up all his gold or he would kill him. So it was a it was a shakedown basically. 
Mm-hmm. Now, as he was giving Loki his gold, the last item that he tried to hide from Loki was the uh, was his ring. So he's got this uh, got this ring, and it's this ring is what attracts this wealth, basically. And how does he wear it? He's a fish. Uh, he he just kind of he had it in his treasure stash, basically. So it, uh, he, when he's a fish, he wasn't wearing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, well, Loki spotted the ring and wrestled it away from the dwarf, who then placed a curse on the gold that whoever has it would meet a terrible end. And Loki's like, sweet. Yep, that's actually, he's like, that's great. (laughs) This is perfect. So Loki paid the ransom with cursed gold. Uh, Yeah. Sounds about right. Yep. Right up his fucking alley. <laughs> We've known him for how fucking long? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, now the king had two other sons, Fafnir and Mimir. And when they saw the gold, uh, they asked if they could have some of it, and the king told them no. So that night, the two brothers murdered their father... And Fafnir steals all the gold for himself and runs away, leaving Mimir high and dry, and Mimir actually becomes a blacksmith. Oh, he just kind of like... They both murdered the dad for the gold, and he then double-crossed the brother and stole it all for himself. And then the brother literally just went, well, time to start a new life. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, actually. (laughs) So, after this, he got so overprotective and greedy of the gold that he, Fafnir actually turned into a dragon. Oh. Yeah. And uh, he basically killed everything around the cave that he was in so no one could, like, sneak up and steal his gold. Hmm. And he would patrol the area. And, My uh, yeah. yeah. Very much. I actually, I thought I've read something about like uh, this type of stories helped inspire uh, Tolkien oh. with the uh, the Hobbit specifically. Okay. So. Uh, so he's turned into a uh, he's turned into this uh, dragon and everything, and he's guarding his gold. Yeah. Years later, uh, Mimir, so the brother. Uh, would become the foster father to the hero Siegfried. And he's going to get his own story because he's... That's some weird shit there. Uh, In an attempt... uh, So, Mimir, in an attempt to kill off Siegfried, was like, hey, there's this dragon who's guarding this hoard of treasure, basically. And also... uh, he Fafnir had also gotten some a bit more treasure. I'm not quite sure from where or if it was part of the original hold, but he had some really cool, like, uh, items. Mm-hmm. The, like one was called like the Helm of Terror, okay, and some and some really cool armor and stuff. So Mimir's like, hey, there's this treasure hoard. If you can get it, you'll be rich. Yeah. Da 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 da. And it was oh. So there's two options, okay? The dragon either went into town and snuck into the house quietly, even though, like, only his head could fit through the door. <laughs> or alternatively, people had to go fight the dragon and then proceeded to die, and he would take their treasures. That 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that story. Uh, but, uh, I so. I like the idea of him trying to crawl through the door. <laughs> like, through the doggy door. <laughs> his head is big enough because he smells the treasure. Right. Uh, so, uh, and this is, and of course, this, Mimir's whole plan is, like, either the dragon will kill Siegfried, or Siegfried will succeed, get the treasure, and then I'll cut Siegfried's throat in the night, and I'll finally have that gold. What in the fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of people just, in the middle of the night, cut family members' throats, and that's not okay. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> oh, really? Because I was being sarcastic. Damn. <laughs> no hesitation, dude. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Siegfried would, uh, travel to the area around where the dragon lived, and noticing the trails where it was travels, dug a trench and, uh, hid under, kind of hid under the ground. Yeah, he made a secret little bunker. Yeah, and so when the dragon was crawling around doing its patrols, it went right over the top of him, and he... Stabbed up with the sword and killed it by stabbing it in the belly. And just blood and guts poured out on top of him. I'm sure it... Well, it says he didn't get bloody at this point, so I'm not sure how he dodged that, but... Whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a load of bullshit if you ask me. <laughs> so, as Siegfried is climbing out, the uh, he starts talking with the dragon. And Minir tells him the uh, the treasure is cursed and will uh, lead to Siegfried's death. Siegfried basically answers with, uh, we all die. At least I'm going to die wealthy. <laughs> and also, mind you, I think he's, a, he's like still a teenager at this point. He's basically a kid. So he did what I did in high school when I got my first job and I saved up enough money for a laptop and then I proceeded to put a password on the laptop and went, hey dad, you're not allowed to look at my computer anymore because this is technically personal property and I could call the cops. <laughs> it's like that except for they have dragons and swords and shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can get behind this. <laughs> So, like I was saying earlier, amongst the dragon treasure, he finds that Helm of Terror and some really badass armor. Okay. Yeah, it's like playing Skyrim or some shit. So, also, as Siegfried is, uh, is a growing boy, he gets hungry. And he actually decides to cook the dragon meat and eat it. Okay. Uh, doing so actually gives him the power to understand birds talking. And he actually overhears two of them... Uh, about how it was Mimir's plan to kill Siegfried. So they were just chatting away like, if only Siegfried knew that his foster father was trying to murder him. Oh well. And he's like, the fuck they say? And they're tiny little bluebirds and at first all he hears is little peeping as he's cooking the meat. And he's like, oh those are cute little birds. And then the second he takes a bite, the like little peeping turns into... And his family's going to kill him in his sleep. And he's like, either I'm on acid <laughs> or these birds are on to something. <laughs> so hearing this, Siegfried takes some of the dragon's blood and he bathes in it. Okay. And everywhere the blood touches, his skin actually hardens. 
and so he becomes really hard to uh, kill. <laughs> Except for there's one spot that as he was bathing, a leaf fell on his back and it covered a spot right between his shoulder blades. How convenient. Yeah, it's that total Achilles mm -hmm. type story. Oh, great. <laughs> He can just lay down and, like, rub his back a bunch. You would think, but I guess he did. Well, it says he didn't notice, basically. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if he's bathing in blood inside of a dragon, he probably doesn't have a mirror on him currently. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. So, he's, he has the armor. He's dra um, bathed in dragon blood. He's now got some magical power from eating dragon meat. Mm -hmm. He goes back to uh, his foster father and with the dragon's head in tow. How big is it? It's, I'm, I mean, it's Enough a fucking dragon. fit through a doggy door, but yeah. <laughs> huge doggy door. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, like, when he's coming back, all the uh, apprentices to Mimir, they get scared. Yeah, and they, they run away, and Mimir, like, acts like nothing's wrong. He's like, oh, good, you've returned, and you were successful in killing the dragon. And he just stabs him. <laughs> like, instantly. Yeah. Like, he just... To his face. Uh, he just runs his sword through him. Doesn't say a word, no accusations, it's just... A bird, to uh, he just stabs him. He doesn't try and like, hey, were those birds lying? It, nothing. Oh, okay. At first I thought you meant like his his dad did it. Okay, so no. He just kind of like, hey, I'm back. Stab. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's, he, he, Siegfried doesn't say anything to Mimir, really. He just stabs him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would also just kind of like, if I was standing there doing, I don't know what kind of job I'd be doing, I would just skirt out of there fast. Yeah, right? This no. Guys dragging fucking dragon blood <laughs> into the carpet. <laughs> and now we gotta clean up the dad's blood too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, he then like... I think he takes a sword and Siegfried goes off, but we'll go into that when he, when I do an episode on Siegfried. Okay. Uh, so that is the story of uh, Fafnir. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. The ending seems a little shitty. Let's make up a little bit of our own. <laughs> so does he also turn into a dragon now? No, uh... Actually, right after this, he heads to this castle uh -huh. because he is some. He was actually a prince of some place and was, you know, the usual tragic backstory of he was displaced and had to be sent away out into nature to live so he wasn't murdered as a baby. And he basically goes to reclaim his his throne and he just goes on kind of a killing rampage like right after this would you say that that has anything to do with the gold being like 
curse? Um, or is this more just his psyche lost it because now he can talk to birds? I, well, I don't know because he, it, it does mention that he was already having kind Sociopathic of, tendencies. yeah, like part of the reason all those apprentices uh, ran away was he was already like being a bully to all of them. <sighs> And being like just a complete asshole, and yeah, he he was not a nice. Sometimes it is good to kill the <laughs> child instead of leaving them out to themselves. <laughs> he sounds like one of those kids who bark at people when they say something wrong. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> so yeah, Sig reads. Siegfried's an interesting guy. Like, I was gonna put his whole story into this, like a shortened version, but I was, I, I got to reading his story, and I was like, nah, this guy's getting his own story. <laughs> alright, alright. Uh, okay, so thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our show, where we will be putting out weekly updates. Uh, we are currently available on uh, Spotify. Apple um, Podcasts, Anchor.fm, and a couple others that don't seem to really be getting any traction, so I'll just mention those three. Fuck you, Alex. (laughs) What? Spotify gets, like, the most out of a single player. Yeah. Find us on Instagram at CutePodcast, Twitter at CutePodcast, our Facebook group, Keeping Up with the Bad, the Odds. We would love to hear from you to find out how to make this show better for your listening pleasure. You can also reach us at our email at keepingpantheons at gmail.com. All right. If there is a mythological story you would like us to cover, please send Mostly us... Mostly about stabbing people and family members in their sleep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that, that works. Uh, please uh, send us a message. And remember, <laughs> mods are dicks. dicks. Especially Loki. Yeah. I thought we made that very clear. (laughs)